stay standing. Uh, take this opportunity. Uh, remember the saints who are afflicted. Please remember Sister Darlene. Uh, she is dealing. So I know Sister Pam had the operation. <laughs> but Brother Russell is the one recovering. But let, let's keep him in prayer. Otherwise, he would be here also. Thank God for the good report with uh, Sister Pam. Uh, she did go through a serious operation, so there is some recovery, but she's shouting the victory. She told me how good she's feeling, so thank God for that. Our God, he's still on, he's still undefeated. He's still on the wall. He's still looking. He's still keeping, keeping us. He's keeping his people. Um, also, while we're um, up, let's thank God for Sister Missy. He walked in today. I said, look at you. He walked on in. No crutch, no boot. Still wiggling her toes, so thank God She's, uh, she keep getting the strength in her foot. But thank God He's brought her through. Um, but also, let's remember the work that's in San Marcos. Let's remember Brother Brown, Sister Grace. Uh, let's remember Brother Mike Nelson. Not let down on him. Um, he's still believing the Lord can touch him. The Lord can can heal him. And so, um, thank God. Let's have that same belief. Let's um, pray towards that end until the Lord says something different. Also, let's remember Sister Tiffany while she's out recovering. Uh, talked to her a couple days ago. She's doing good, sounding good, sounding happy, but it'd be good to see her again. Uh, back amongst the people of God, worshiping and rejoicing. Um, Brother Sean and Sister Tammy, while they're out, keep them in prayer. Um, I think they return tomorrow. And I believe Brother Elton, thank God he made it. Uh, yeah, he afflicted himself, not on purpose, but uh, let's keep him in prayer. Let's, let's remember Brother Elton. Thank God he made it to the meeting. I leave anyone out, Sister Sharma, let's prayer. Um, as she's recovering and as uh, the new reality sets in, <laughs> let's keep her in prayer. <laughs> Wake up in all hours. That's the new reality, and it's okay. <laughs> but uh, and Sister Chandra, she's out of town. She's visiting her mother. Let's keep her in prayer while she's in Houston. Thank God uh, the Lord is well able. Let's do right by your parents while they're still here. Um, so anytime you get a chance to spend time, that's a good thing. Any any others? Remember the remainder of this meeting. We can't do anything without the Lord. We want him to come down and continue to just saturate us with his presence. And so I thank God for a chance to worship the Lord together. Thank God to talk about Jesus, to talk about the wonders of the Lord and what he's done for us and to lift his name up and to be able to lift up holy hands without wrath and without doubt. And that's not everywhere you can do that. But thank God we're amongst a group of people that not just read the testimonies in the Bible, but thank God you're looking at testimonies that the Lord is still doing today. So um, and let's remember special unspoken. Any special unspoken by the raising of our hands. Um, let's remember these things. They're... they're they're, um, they're weights. They're things that's on our heart. I use the word burden, not weight. On our heart. But let's the Lord. He's well able to take care of those also. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We appreciate you. Thank you for your grace and for your mercy. Thank you for your love Thank you for who you are, Lord. Know that you're well able, Lord. Lord, touch our minds and keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Remember those mentioned today. Heal them. Give them a testimony of your wonderfulness, of your wondrous works. Know that you're well able. Oh, God, give us wisdom. Give us understanding. Give us Feed us with Oh, God, Father. Cover.
towards the rest of this meeting. We need you to do. Lord, touch our mind, touch our ears. Today, it just illuminated how, you know, in order to be a smooth stone, you got to rub up against some things. You know, in order for a transformation to take place, sometimes things got to turn ugly, you know, before it becomes beautiful. And how all of this is, this, you want to be made an instrument of love, but you got to go through some things. You got to take some things. You got to take off some things. You got to put on some things. You got to replace some things. And I'm thankful. I tell you, I appreciate the Lord today. I'm just so grateful. And as we were singing that song, I just saw it so differently today. It just illuminated. Like, you know, I got to do some things that are uncomfortable. I got to come out of my comfort zones. I got to do some things that I don't want to do. Things I used to do, I can't do anymore. If I'm going to be an instrument of love, then I got to be like Christ. And if I'm going to be transformed, I got to be renewed in the mind. It's got to start in the mind. You know, that's where it started. It got to start in the mind. It's got to, I got to do some things on the inside. I got to work some things out the inside. So he going to do, so you know, it's not the outside. It's them things I got to work out the inside of me. You know, them thoughts I have, them unpure thoughts the things I think, you know, the things I say in my mind, those things. I got to get rid of those things. If I'm going to be an instrument of love, I got to I gotta love. But I got to do it. You know, I got to do it. I got to walk in it. And I'm thankful. As I was listening to Sister Michelle testify, I'm going to start by doing something uncomfortable, something that makes me uncomfortable. I want to stand and tell the Lord, thank you for all that he's done for me. Um, this year has been nothing short of a hot mess, but he's been here with me. He's holding my hand this whole, this whole, um, this whole year. Um, a couple months ago, I got into a small accident, and guys know I don't like driving anyway, but... Um, that week was, it was already hard for me. It, everything was going wrong. Everything that could have went wrong went wrong that week. And then when I was leaving, somebody hit my car. And I remember telling Brother Brandon that the day I get in an accident, I'm never touching somebody's wheel ever again. But I'm here. Um, I got out of the car and... I started crying, not because I was in an accident, not because, not just from the shock, but because the Lord was with me. He held my hand. He protected me. I didn't do anything to deserve that. I, I thought I would be scared. I thought I would be overwhelmed with emotions, but I'm not. I'm thankful the Lord protected me. He held my hand. I, I, don't, I didn't do anything to deserve it. Um, before, when we were reading earlier in the Old Testament, I was looking at the children of Israel, and I would get upset, like, geez, y'all keep cutting up, y'all keep cutting up, y'all keep cutting up. And I'm like, well, every time the children of Israel forgot the Lord, I have one to match. And I just, <laughs> I just want to start by telling the Lord, thank you. I remember what you've done for me. I remember what you, 
for everything you've done for me, Lord. I just want to tell you thank you. My words will never be enough. My, my praises will never be enough. But if it means getting up, if it means standing, if it means telling you, Lord, I'm, I'm thankful. If it means raising my hands in the midst of your people, Lord, I want to do that. I want to let you know that I am eternally grateful. The Lord has done a lot for me, and um, a lot of things that I wouldn't imagine that would have been done. I'm just very thankful. Um, I was supposed to get up Friday, and I kept telling myself I'm too nervous. I can't get up. I'm shaking. And then I realized it's not about me. It's about telling the Lord how thankful I am. And I just wanted to tell him thank you in the presence of his people. I'm thankful for being here. I'm thankful for uh, God healing better I mean, butter uh, Felton. <laughs> no, thankful for uh, him, making him better, and I'm thankful to be here, and I'm thankful that I can learn. I'm thankful for being here. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God. I love my God. I'm nothing. I'm nothing, God. God taking me. I'm nothing. My mother, my father, forgive me. But God was taking me. There's nothing. And I, 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 I want to be a part in the house of the Lord. Cause they, yes, because the house of the Lord was when Abraham was. He was the God of Abraham. If the God of Isaac, he did go with Jacket. He can be my God too. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm nothing. God taking with me. God saying, Lay down yourself and we'll be ways of you. We have a Lord like this. It's a great Lord. We want to, he want to raise up everyone, everyone to be a part on his kingdom with him. And for eternally, for eternally. hallelujah, I praise God for it. I feel good. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just to sit there and the young people can stand and tell God thank you. And this 81-year-old can't stand and say, God, I thank you. God, you've been good to me all this year, God, and I appreciate you. I heal my body, my mind, my soul. God has been so good to me, and I just want to just stand and tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. And as Sister Michelle was testifying, I thought about how we can't hide ourselves, um, hide not thyself from your own flesh. And I'm thankful that the Lord has given us eyes to see, yeah. ears to hear, a heart to receive and understand. I'm so thankful that my, I can, my eyes are on the prize. 
that awaits me on the other side. I'm so thankful that I know what I'm striving for. I know what I'm fighting. I know that it's not anything outside, but I know that it's within me that all these things that I'm trying to kill and, and put to death. And I want to be an overcomer, an overcomer is what I want to be. And I just got a lot of thoughts running through my mind how, Lord, I just want to be like you. I just want to be like you, just an instrument of love today. Whatever, I just want to lay down my life um, to be a pillar in the house of the Lord. These songs that we sing, they can't just be songs that we sing, but it has to be a life that we live. And I'm just thankful, overwhelmed with gratitude that the Lord counted me worthy. He didn't have to do it. I didn't have to be here today. I didn't do anything to merit this, and I'm thankful. I don't want to take this for granted. When he lets me see something in my life, I want to say, that's you. That's you. By the grace of God, I mean to overcome these things in my life. I'm just so thankful for the word of God and the spirit of God for a life in Christ today. I am just thankful, and I appreciate the Lord for all that he's done in our lives, for this ministry, and for his people. Like, I need you to survive, and I'm so thankful. I appreciate the Lord. It was good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. So I thank God for any affliction. We thank God. We glory in tribulation. We know tribulation work at patience. Patience work at experience, and experience has a hope. For hope, it make it not, not a shame for the love of God shared abroad in our heart through the Holy Ghost. So I thank God for the power of God that he's given us. He's given us the Holy Ghost. He's given us the ability to actually mortify the deeds of this body that we may be a pillar in the house of the Lord. I'm so thankful uh, how Christ, he divested himself of all the glory that he had. He came down to the womb of a woman and actually... He partook of the same flesh that you and I have on our body right now. And he became perfect. And he learned, he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. So I'm just thinking about the suffering of Christ and thinking about the things that we may go through. The Lord, he's looking for an example in this life today. And thank God he's given us this opportunity that we may be a light to this dark world. And that we may show forth the love of God through our lives, through the things that we actually go through. We can show the love of God, how we actually can be afflicted, how we can abase ourselves. And even just, I was thinking on yesterday, thinking about this fast coming up. It's a day, it's a time where we can let the oppressed go free. I don't know about you, but my soul has been oppressed enough. Just thinking about the things that I'm, I, I, I put upon my own self. It's good for me that I'm afflicted. It's good for me that I afflict this old flesh because I'm trying to be free. I'm trying to be free in Christ. I don't want to be burdened down with all the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things. I want to be free. I want to be able to freely serve the Lord with joy and not having these afflictions. But I know one day God, he's going to have, he's going to have a people. So thank God he's given us the opportunity to enter this race. We enter into this race to be an overcomer, right? We enter into this courts. We, I'm, I'm mixing two scriptures, but we want to enter into his courts with praise. We want to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. For the Lord is good and his mercy endured forever. And his truth, I'm sorry, I'm, his mercy is everlasting, his truth endured through all generations. I'm thankful, saints of God. Everything that actually happens in our life has brought us to this good day. Everything.
everything that actually happened, whether if it was glorious or whether if it was a hard trial where I felt like I wasn't going to make it, it brought me to this good day. So to God be the glory. Everything that happened, it brought me so that I might give God the glory. And so I'm so thankful, saints of God. I'm, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to be here today. I'm just excited. Just knowing where I was and well, just uh, thinking about we was practicing last night and one of the songs that the, the young people were practicing is I could have been one. I could have lost my mind. I could have lost my way. I could have came here and tasted of the goodness of the Lord and went back out there to the world. But I'm so thankful that I'm not one of these. You are not one of these. We are here in the kingdom of God being made up into the body of Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful that one day we can be presented to the Father. And we can look just like his son. So I'm thankful, saints of God. I don't know about you, but I want to run. I want to continue to run. Why? Because I know this old man, he's trying to outrun me. But I want to outrun that old man because I know where he's trying to take me, to the grave. But I know that in me is no, such, no good thing besides Christ that liveth in me, the hope of glory. So I'm so thankful, saints of God. I was just listening even on Friday's night meeting and, and uh, all of the meetings that we've been having throughout this year. This is a great opportunity that the Lord has given us, but I don't want to, uh, I was thinking about something Sister Desiree said a few meetings ago. I want to actively overcome, and it's going to take me mortifying. It's going to take actually paying attention to that Ike that's in my land and driving that joker out. It's going to actually take me going to the fight. Not waiting till the fight actually comes, but me going to that fight. And I have to go up at once. And that's the only way we're going to take the land. We have to go up at once. I, I can't wait to this thing. This, I mean, I don't know. My day, my time might not be for tomorrow. It might be right now. Today may be my day. But am I actually striving to overcome? Or am I I'm just playing church? I'm just coming here as a religious entertainment. No, God forbid. I've done all those things while I was in the world. I wasted time. So I want to make sure that I make my calling and election sure because my time is right now. It always. I'm so thankful, saints of God. I could have been dead. I don't know about you, but I could have been dead. A lot of times I could have lost my life. A lot of times the people would have locked me up behind bars. But God, he brought me here for such a time as this. And so it ain't no time to waste. I can't play with the mics that's in my land. My wife, I can't play with them. They don't mean me no good. They mean to take me to the grave. And so I stood up, really, just to stir up my own self. But I'm, I'm so thankful to be here because God gave us an opportunity for life and a chance for that forevermore. What Christ did, he broke that middle wall of petition. What he did, he, he, uh, uh, he, uh, this church is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. And so for as much as Christ has partook of flesh and blood, Suffering in the flesh. Yes, that's 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1. If you could pull it up for me, please. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1. And forgive me, my voice is still a little raspy. Uh, I did have a little affliction, but I'm so thankful God brought me out. Brought me out and he brought me in. Look at this scripture right here. For as much then as Christ has suffered in the flesh, suffered for us in the flesh, for us, arm yourselves. We have to arm ourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that is suffering in the flesh has ceased from sin. I'm so thankful, saints of God. We can one day cease from sin. We can one day cease from sin. And that's the wonderful hope that we have. 
That's the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, saints of God. I'm appreciative to be here. I'm so thankful that God gave me another opportunity to worship with the people of God. He didn't leave me to myself. He didn't allow me to take my duffel bag and run off. He actually gave me an opportunity to be a pillar in the house of the Lord. And so I'm so thankful to be here, saints.
saying, I realize, Lord, you could have chosen others in my place. And do we really realize or do we just take this place for granted? Do we take the way that the Lord has brought us for granted? Do we understand that we were like a grain of sand on the seashore and God, for whatever reason, saw fit to choose us out of the many millions and billions of people that could have come here. We're sitting of the, in the seats of people who were here, who came this way, who heard this message, who felt the sweet spirit of God, and they were one of those who walked away just thinking about what is it and what is it in me, what is it in any of us that can see the same thing that somebody else saw and decide that we are well able to take the land instead of turning back, instead of thinking that we are grasshoppers in their eyes instead of thinking that there are giants in the land we say Lord let us go up at once for we are well able to take the land what keeps us here after so, so such a long time after seeing all that we have seen and being through all that we have been through but I realize that it is by his mercies and his compassions that we are not consumed it is because God is God it is because we are the sheep of his pasture because we are his people and I'm just so thankful to be here this morning so thankful that God has chosen me because because I know and I realize that he could have chosen others in my place, but I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful that I'm still here and I'm in this race. Thank you. I'm thankful to be here. I was thinking about getting up next week, but I said right now, because I, the Lord deserves all my all. And I was thinking about uh, the just man that falls seven times, but he rises again. So that means we don't get discouraged. We don't have to get discouraged. And I just got to get up and sit down, Brother LJ. And I'm thankful to be here. Revelation or something deep, but it's really simple. But sometimes it's the simple things that we don't take heed to. And so we actually let those things slip. Uh, we want a revelation. We want something deep, something mysterious. We want something that, oh, nobody else has this. And so it makes you feel special or feel above. But it, it leads to pride. Uh, it leads to being puffed up. But it's something, it's three individuals, not glorifying the three individuals, but something that was said. Uh, something Sister Michelle, something Sister Tabitha, something Brother Fell said, and then also something that actually Sister Vanessa said. And it's a word. Um, Brother Felton started quoting the scripture, um, Psalms 100, gates with thanksgiving, with course with praise. It's really simple. Okay, but in the Old Testament, you know, do you not know who was required to give a Thanksgiving offering? That requirement is the same, even under the New Testament. The first thing to do is be thankful. We have to offer it up with Thanksgiving. Um, sometimes the reason that we're not thankful because we're too self-consumed on what's not right. I believe one of the memory work scriptures the children have, I'm sorry, the young people have, says rejoice forevermore. That's a commandment. It's not asking you to rejoice. It's telling you to rejoice. Well, I can't just rejoice. I have to think on something that causes me 
to rejoice. I have to think on something that causes me to be happy. We say rejoice forevermore, pray without ceasing, um, and with everything, give, what's the word? Oh, I'm, I'm, trying to go, I'm trying to go slow for Sister Desiree back there. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, it's Tabitha. She's translating. But uh, come on, come, next, 18, 18 and 19. Many people say they want to know what the will of God is. Do we not say that all the time? Oh, if only I knew the Lord's will. <laughs> Here you go. In everything, brother felt in tribulation. Give thanks. In trials, give thanks. When testing, give thanks. Everything's not going your way. Give thanks. You wish it was different. Give thanks. You broke. Give thanks. You busted. <laughs> you disgusted. I got that from Brother Greg. <laughs> but that's naturally speaking. But when everything isn't well, you still should give thanks. Thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. There's a scripture. It stuck out to me. I had to look it up. I didn't even, I didn't remember it. I knew it was in the Bible. I'm not going to get up here and act like the Lord just, the Holy Ghost stirred up it. But uh, Joel chapter 2, I believe it is, verse 9. This actually wasn't the scripture that I was thinking about, but just consideration. That's not the one. It talks about, it might be, uh, that's it. Thank you. And so this, that scripture came up when Sister Tabitha was speaking. She said, she, if it calls offering a sacrifice of thanksgiving testifying, this scripture actually came to my mind. And offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving with leaven and proclaim and publish the free offering. For this like in you, Old children of Israel, said the Lord God. And so you have to offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Even if you don't feel like it, when you start thinking about the wonderness, the wonderfulness of the Lord and his wondrous works, you just have to get up. That's what actually encouraged Sister Ida to just get up. She said, all these young people saying they're thankful, I'm thankful too. It's for the young and it's for the older. <laughs> it, 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 it don't matter. You should be thankful there's something we can actually consider when you go back to um, getting, didn't get there. Isaiah 51, when you think about the nation of Israel, uh, we, we once again got off course. Please forgive us as a ministry. Uh, we was trying to stay with what we was reading that, and I know we, we, we did it again. We like Brother Richard. We're going to get it right sooner or later, Brother Richard. We're going to get it right. But one of the scriptures that you read was Isaiah 51. It was talking about how the nation of Israel was going to come back out of Babylon. But it was a prophecy of the thankfulness that they would actually have. Well, I'm going to use that, but look at where we was in our life. All of us wasn't born here. All of us wasn't born around this group of people. And even if we was born amongst this group of people, it didn't mean we had eyes to see where we were. It didn't mean we had a heart to actually want to know of the goodness of the Lord. We just saw it. And so we began to take it for granted. But Isaiah 51, I'll start in the first verse. Hearken ye that follow after righteousness, and ye that seek the Lord. Look unto the rock from whence you are hewn, and to the hole of the pit whence you are digged. And so, uh, Brother Gordon, he said it's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Well, look at here. Look unto Abraham your father, and unto Sarah that bare you. 
For I called him along and blessed him, and he increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places, the places that he's destroyed. He will make her wilderness like Eden. This is look at your life. Look at where you've been in, in your life. Things you was in the wilderness state one day, Brother Jeremiah, but you didn't find favor with God. Thank God for that. Uh, you found favor. And so you begin to see her desert like the garden um, of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein. And what? Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It's a mindset. It's what we're thinking on. And so when David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It wasn't just because it was time to go into the house of the Lord. He was glad. He started thinking, I get an opportunity to worship my God. I get an opportunity to let him know that I'm thankful, that I appreciate him. I get an opportunity to present or bring my offering to the Lord. Remember, this is the same David who said he won't offer the Lord that which cost him nothing. So he was going to give of himself. He was going to give something unto the Lord that the Lord would actually accept it. And so when we come here, whether it's on a Friday or it's on a Sunday, or whether it's a meeting, a special meeting time, we come in to give something to the Lord. We come in with a heart of gratitude. We come in with melodies of thanksgiving of what the Lord has actually done for us. Look at verse 5. Well, verse 4. Hearken unto me, my people, and give an ear unto me, O my nation. For a law shall proceed from me, and I will make my judgment to rest for a light of the people. What is light? So we can see. And so we see not by the eyes of man. We see not by the eyes of what we think, but we see by the judgments of God. He said it. He's established it. And so we can't change those things. Verse 5, for my righteousness is near, and my salvation is going forth, and my arm shall judge the people. The isle shall wait upon me, and on my arm, thank God, who is the arm of the Lord? Jesus Christ. That's who we're going to rest in, or that's who we will trust in. And so you begin to think about, um, I'm going to read one more verse, verse 6, and then I'm thinking about Jeremiah, I believe it's chapter 30, but verse 6, lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath, for the heavens shall vanish away like smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But there's a word there, the three-letter word, E-U-T. E-U-T, the biggest three-letter word in the Bible. It's changing everything that just was said. It's going to change it. But my salvation shall be what? Forever. And my righteousness shall not be abolished. So if we become the righteousness of the Lord, he has abolished death. He has brought life and immortality to light. Through the gospel. And so thank God his salvation is going to be forever. So we're not just saved from this present world, but thank God, Brother Mike, we can be eternally saved. We can be eternally preserved. And his righteousness, it shall not be abolished. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. And so there has to be a learning, and one of the first things we learn today is to be thankful. 
but there has to be a learning that takes place so we can qualify for this, Brother Greg. Uh, well, I stopped at verse uh, 7. Uh, Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be afraid of their revilings. And so thank God we're not worried about what man says or what it looks like on the outside or what other people are saying, but thank God we're going to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. We will lean not into our own understanding, but in all our ways we are going to acknowledge him. And thank God what are you going to do? He shall direct our path. Go with me please, Jeremiah chapter 31. And this here, that was talking to a people that been through some things, Brother Felt. That's some people that been through some things, Brother Ron, but thank God the Lord, he's going to deliver them. Why? Because of their righteousness. Why? Not because of what they are, but who he is, who they trusted in, who they're leaning on, who's their strength, who's their shelter, who's their refuge, who's their rock, who they built their life upon. At that time, uh, I'm going to read down. It's a little bit of reading, but... We can do it. <laughs> At that time, said the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus said the Lord, the people which were left of the sword, they found grace in the wilderness, even Israel when I went to cause them to rest. And so look at verse, uh, uh, I'm going to keep going. And the Lord had appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Is that not how he drew us? And so again, I will build thee, O thou that shall be built. We understand this is talking about the nation of Israel, but even the church itself, it fell away, but it's going to be rebuilt. The church will be restored. Uh, go down, to, I'm, I'm, I really don't read all of this. Look at verse 6. And there shall be a day that the watchman upon the mount of Ephraim shall cry, Arise ye and let us go up to Zion until the Lord our God. Did we not say let us go up to the Lord our God today? Did we not say let us go up unto Zion? Okay, well, this is where we at. For thus said the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob and shout amongst the chief of the nations. Publish ye, praise ye, said, O Lord, save thy people, the remnant of Israel. Are we still not the remnant of the people of God? the people of God that's trying to do the laws of God, that's trying to keep his statutes and his commandments, trying to keep his covenants? Are we not trying to apply and be a part of that people? Well, thank God, God's got a people, and we want to be a part of it, and so this is the things we have to do to be a part of. We have to sing with gladnesses. We have to, I'll put an extra X on that thing. We have to sing with gladness. We have to shout among the chief of the nations. Who's the chief of the nations? It don't matter if you're young, if you're old, it don't matter if you have a position or you don't. Thank God it don't matter. We still gonna lift up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. We still gonna publish the greatness of the Lord. We won't be quiet because there's a dignity here and we won't be just louder because there's not one here. But thank God it don't matter who's here. We still came here to serve the great God of still here to serve the great God of Isaac. We still here to serve the great God of Jacob. We still here to serve the creator of Jesus Christ, of the word of God. And so we still want to lift him up. And so um, I'm sorry, Sister Tabitha, I'm going to slow it back down. But I'm thankful when you begin to think about where we was. And so look at verse 8. And I'm going to use this in application. We all was in the North Country. <laughs> we was as far away from God as could be. We all was in the North Country. 
and gather them from the coast of the earth. And with them, he will, uh, and with them, I was blind one day. I couldn't see the word of God. I couldn't even see God. I couldn't see the concept of the things that God wanted. We was blind. I was blind. I was lame. Couldn't walk upright. Forget walking upright. Couldn't even walk. I was just rolling in the muck and the mire. I'm sorry. I'm going faster. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm going to get it. Uh, but we don't have to keep. Brother Jaden quoted it. Uh, I did say this a long time ago. <laughs> a righteous man or a just man falls seven times, but he rises again. Thank God we don't have to stay in it. We don't have to wallow in it. We messed up. Okay. Now nah, I done messed up. Now nah, I'm the only me I have. So I got to get me back out. I can't stay walloping in it and say, well, why you made this mistake? Oh, you shouldn't have did this. Oh, you messed up this time. Oh, boy, that could, that's just a shame. Oh, get over yourself. That is the devil speaking to you, and you just giving him the weapons to beat you up with. You just handing him different stones. You handing him a baton. You hand him. You keep killing me. That's not the death we're trying to die. We're trying to die out to the flesh. We're trying to die out. Uh, these brothers keep quoting Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation to them which in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So if we have stopped walking after the flesh, but we make a mistake, acknowledge, I was in the flesh, but I'm going to get back in the spirit. There's no need to stay in the flesh talking about how I'm in the flesh. That's why I'm here. That, the being in the flesh is what got me in this situation. Now I'm going to sit here and have a fleshly conversation with my flesh. Only thing that's done is lost time. I could have got up by now. But I'm sitting here worrying about what I did and how I did it. And I'm going to apologize to sincere uh, repentance. But I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I won't say it happens. But it happened. It's not I'm perfecting apologizing. I'm not perfecting repenting, but I acknowledge it. But by the grace of God, that won't happen again. That mistake won't happen again. I don't want to lose my thought, but when you can see it, you should be thankful. Lord, I'm thankful I can see I fail, and I'm thankful that I don't have to stay here. I'm thankful I made a mistake, that I can see the mistake that I made, now I've learned from it. Now I actually have experience. I learned from the experience. It don't make sense to go through the experience, don't learn the experience, so you got to keep experiencing the same experience. Why? If you learn from the experience, you don't have to keep repeating that experience. Now, if you keep repeating that experience, now you're just giving some more tools to the enemy to knock you side the head with. See, he told you wasn't going to never get it. Now, nah, I just made a different mistake. It's similar, but it's different. I won't do that one again. Just consideration. Consideration. And so when you can see it, it should cause you to rejoice. It should cause you to have a thankfulness. It should cause you to have gratitude. Um, going back to Jeremiah chapter 31. What did I stop? Oh, North Country. Wow, I went a long way around here. Blind and lame. The woman with child and her that travailed with child together, a great company, they shall return thither. And so when you think about it, look at verse 10. I'm going to skip down to verse 10. Uh, I can't. I want to. I can't. Verse 9. <laughs> then shall come with weeping. This is not a weeping of tears as far as anguish. 
but you're actually thankful. And with supplications will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of water in a straight way. Thank God we're no longer lame. Wherein they shall not stumble. For I am the father to Israel and to Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off. And say, he that gathered Israel will gather him and keep him as a sheep, a shepherd does his flock. Thank God he's brought us unto pastors that have his own heart. They're not after their own. Go back and read, what is it, Ezekiel 31? Talks about how the sheep were scattered. There was no shepherd. But thank God he's brought us to a place where there's a shepherd. He's brought us, that song says, to the shepherd's end. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. Therefore, they shall come and do what? Sing in the height of Zion. They're not on the base level. Then they climbed up high. See, we singing now to perfect our song. There will be a song that overcomers sing. See, we, <laughs> we tuning up. La, 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 la. We getting ready, Brother Phil. We, it, we, we're practicing. Don't do that back there, Sister Desiree. We, we're practicing. We, we, we're getting ready to sing a song. The song that we're singing is, I've been redeemed. So if we can sing the song of I've been redeemed, there's a people you think, oh, what we think is I'm going to be so happy when I make it. If you're not happy going through the process, you won't make it. If, if, you, if, you, if you're not happy, if you don't enjoy the process of overcoming, of perfecting, of laying down your life, you don't have the strength to actually complete it. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. We have to understand what makes us, see, we have this concept of what's been put before us. Oh, that will make me happy. No, it won't. It's going to last for a half a second. It lasts until someone steps on your foot, then you forgot you happy. Till someone cuts you off, all your happiness, this new car, just, they almost hit my car. Now you mad. You was happy when you got it off the lot. You signed the paperwork. The first piece of rain hit in my car dirty. Now go your happiness. It's not things that are seen. Those things are temporal. But if we can understand what true happiness is, then we can have true thanksgiving. We can be a rejoicing people no matter what the circumstance is because my rejoicing, my thanksgiving, my thankfulness, my gratitude isn't determined by what's natural or what's actually being seen, what can be tasted, what can be felt, what can be, these things are all temporal. But the things which are not seen, they're eternal. Well, what's eternal? My life if I get right. <laughs> What's eternal? God, his son, the spirit of God. These things are eternal. And so now the word of God is going to accomplish that which he set it out to. It won't return unto him void. So now I'm thankful that I can understand some of the word of God. I'm thankful what I do understand. And so if I'm thankful what I do understand, I qualify to understand more. If I'm not thankful, Romans chapter, I'm going to go to that one. 
Romans chapter 1, bro, felt your favorite scripture. They glorified not God. Neither were they thankful. Even though they knew God, they glorified him not God. Neither were they thankful, so they became vain in their imagination. What was vain was they thought something natural was going to make them happy. Not throwing off or anything. No, I'm really not. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> One of the beautiful things, I enjoyed this trip. I, it, it was great. But um, all these ancient civilizations, they would build temples and beautify and how naturally wonderful these temples are. That was something natural. Do you understand what I'm saying? That beautifying this temple makes me happy. That's only going to last as long as the civilization is on the earth. When that civilization goes off, guess what happened? The weeds, the trees, and everything else grows over that, which you just built. You just built 600, 700 years building this pyramid. The minute it's unkept, the weeds, the trees, the vines, you can't even find it. That temple we went to, it was sitting there the whole time. They talking about they discovered it. It wasn't lost. You just couldn't see it. It was there for 900 years. You couldn't see through the bush. It was just so thick. They actually thought it was a mountain. But it was just covered with vines and thick branches. Well, I'm saying that that's something natural. But you have not come to the mountain that can be touched. <laughs> Do you not see it? Can you not see it? So I'm not come to something natural. Thank God for the address, but this is not the church. Where the people of God are, I'm going to be thankful. So it's not just a, 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 a throwaway statement. If we're on a train track, I'm going to be with the people of God. I'm going with the church. It's not just if we under the shade tree, I'm going to be with the people of God. It's not a throwaway statement. It's saying wherever the church is, wherever that mountain is, that's where I want to be. And when I'm here, I'm not going to complain that it's hot. I'm going to rejoice. If we're on the train track, I'm not mad at the train coming by. You got to do what you got to do. But I'm going to rejoice because I'm with the people of God. I get a chance to call down heaven with my brothers and my sisters. Can we see it? And so it's not just a fly-by-night statement. Look at verse, verse 13, and I'm, I'm going to try to keep it moving. I'm doing okay back there, Tabitha. I'm good. Thank you, sis. I don't mean to be comment with you. Um, verse, why well, stop that? Wow, oh, that's good. I'll pick it up in the middle of verse 12. For the goodness of the Lord, for wheat and for wine and for all, and for the young and the flock, and of the herd, and their souls shall be as a watered garden, taken care of, cultivated. Those things that were said Friday night, I got a chance to watch the meeting. The purpose of the ministry is that the people may flourish. It's not that the ministry flourish, it's that the people may flourish. That's why the ministry pours out. They're pouring into your life that you may bring forth fruit unto perfection. My God, and they shall not sorrow anymore at all, 
Then shall the virgin rejoice. Thank God we're not defiled with churches. <laughs> shall rejoice in the dance, both men, young men and old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy and will comfort them and to make them rejoice from their soul. I, I, sorry, I got I to read verse 14. I'm sorry. I don't have to. I want to. And I will <laughs> satiate the soul. That's another word for, I believe, saturate. Uh, fill with abundance. Satisfy. Make good, make every bitter thing sweet. I'm going to fill the hungry soul uh, with good things. And so thank God it's going to basically satisfy your soul of the priest with fatness. And my people shall be what? Satisfied with my goodness, said the Lord. And so when you think about it, when we satisfy with this goodness, we say this statement. I think we mean well, Brother Greg. I don't think we mean it um, commonly. We say, well, the Lord don't do nothing else. He's done enough already. I can't make that statement. Because I need his grace every day. I need his mercy every day. But I'm thankful that he renews it. I'm thankful for what he's already done. I'm thankful for what he's shown me he has the ability to do. But, Lord, I can't be satisfied until I awake in his likeness. So I don't want to be satisfied. I understand what we're saying. I'm not saying stop saying it, but I, I, I'm just being open-hearted. Lord, I appreciate everything you've done to get me to this good day. And really, I shouldn't ask for more because you've done enough already. You really have. Like, the life I'm living up until this day is outstanding. But I really would like to overcome. So I still need you to help me. So I'm not asking for things. I'm asking for grace to overcome. So I'm not asking, and I'm, 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 I'm not wealthy. <laughs> know that. But I'm not asking the Lord for more jobs, which that would be great if he gives it to me. I'm not asking God for things. I'm just asking. We should just ask the Lord to help us overcome. You've given us a lot of things, Lord. And I appreciate all the things that you've given us. But that's not why I'm thankful. I'm not thankful because I got a job. Like, I appreciate it, but that's not my, my heartbeat of why I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the things. But what I'm truly thankful for, because the job gonna get old. At some point, somebody's gonna say something I don't wanna hear. And so that, all, all that's gonna be gone. But what I'm thankful for is the opportunity to be eternally saved. That's get renewed every day. Every day, I get an opportunity to be eternally saved. Saved. Every day I get an opportunity to get closer to the Lord. Every day I get an opportunity to learn more of him and to be more like his son. So that is why I'm happy. That is why I'm thankful. That's why I have joy. That's why we're able to give the sacrifice of thanksgiving because you see what the Lord has given for us. And so I can't do nothing but be thankful. Are you all able to follow uh, my heartbeat. And so gratitude and thankfulness, it just makes you not care how you really feel about yourself. Because you see, it's bigger than you. It's 
greater than you the opportunity to be eternally saved? Who am I? I was just a knucklehead that was born to Brother Brown and Sister Grace. That's who I was. They said I was bad. I don't believe them. But that's what I hear. That's the rumor, Brother Mike. They say bad, I say active and creative. There's a difference, but we won't get into it. Some people just not creative, Sister Cheryl. You know us left-handed people, we creative. They tell us that. They say you're creative mind. It's the side to mind you. Anyway, but that's what they say. I was minding my business. Just play the role in the house till you get out. Then you're good. It don't make sense to get after about a thousand or so weapons, it don't make sense to keep getting these. Just play the role, bro. Chill out. Three years, you good. <laughs> but the Lord touched my mind. He changed my heartbeat. Changed the direction of where I was going, where I was headed. I have to be eternally thankful for that. So I can't say, well, I don't feel like this or... I. Brother, you good to even have feelings that you still top side of the earth, that you, you, you still have reasoning. Think, these are things we take for granted. You can actually reason. Some people can't reason. It's things worse than being in the grave. You could be stuck in a body that don't cooperate with you. But the Lord, he got you here with your functions. He have you here with your intellect, with your emotions. And so, we want more stuff? Lord, help us. Uh, Colossians chapter 3. I'm looking at the time. It could be so much different. And so, as you was mentioning, I got to die out. I have to. I looked up a word. That's one thing about vacation. You have a lot of time on here. Let. L-E-T. It's in the Bible over 1,300 times. Just let. There's things the Lord wants, but we have to let him do it. We have to, I'm talking about individually, in our life. Uh, you started it Friday night, bro. Ron. You quoted, let this mind be in you, which is in Christ. You, you mentioned it, so I just started looking it up. Um, but there's things that we have to let. The Lord have his perfect way. We have to let it. We're striving. Striving, that means we're fighting against. We're contending with. And so we have to die out where it's no longer I, but Christ that liveth in us. So now we can let Christ show his love. We can let Christ use us as an instrument. We have to, we have to qualify. So there's a process. But Colossians chapter 3 Um. Not going to read too, too much on this. Look at verse, I'm going to read 12 through 15. Put on therefore as the elect of God. That's the people of God when he says the elect. You've been elected. You've been chosen. Uh, holy, y'all with me? Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Thank you. Uh, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy. It's not just a little bit. <laughs> it's not, I forgive you this one time, but don't try it again. I'm going to let you slide. 
That's, that's not what it's talking about when it talks about bowels of mercy. We, we have to just be a merciful people. We have to remember, what is that, 1 Corinthians, 2, no, 1 Corinthians 6, touch with some of you. We have to remember when we was in that state. We have to remember where we was before we got up the highway a little bit, if I can use that terminology, before we overcame some things, before we understood uh, how God works and how he operates. We have to remember where we was. And we also have to remember we didn't get here overnight. Sometimes we want people to grow at a pace that's really not reasonable because it took us a while to get to where we at and then we forget that, you know, you might have grew, but you only grew the last two years. You've been around for 45. So it took you 43, you were like a bamboo. Y'all ever studied the bamboo? You can water a bamboo for seven years before it starts to, a lot of faith that that bamboo going to grow. <laughs> seven years? That's a long time to water something before it starts showing life. But anyway, I digress. That's not the topic. Uh, <laughs> And so we have bowels of mercy, of kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. And then you're going to clarify even more. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. That's a hard one. It's not a suggestion what we're supposed to do, what we have to do if we want to be eternally saved. If any man quarrel against any, Look at this. This is our example, right? Even as Christ forgave you, also do ye. Is that the word? It's not that serious. Forgive them. Even after you quarrel with them. And the thing about quarreling, it's hard to quarrel and keep the right spirit. Something stirs up. So for a good quarrel, your spirit has been made manifest. And now, not only is my spirit manifest, now because my spirit is stirred, now I have to hold to my position. So it really don't even matter if I'm right or wrong. Because now my spirit is entangled with it. Now, this is what I said. I can show you a thousand different ways you're wrong. But no, right now, because my spirit, <laughs> I can't hear you. Brother Ron said you're dead right. And that'll actually cost us. We actually would be dead right. Um, and so we have to forgive one another. We can't go back and say, well, you said this while we was quarreling. Because <laughs> that's the other thing we'll do. We'll pick a certain word or a certain phrase and forget everything else that was said that was true. And we're going to hold to this one word that hurt us. And now I need you to apologize or repent for this word. Not anything I said while my spirit was wrong, but while your spirit was wrong, apologize for this. Just forgive. Forgive. We have to forgive. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond or the glue. It's the thing that holds it together of perfectness. Watch this. Oh, that go that word let. And let the peace of God. We have to allow it, Brother Felt. If I can't forgive, if I don't have humbleness, if I don't have bowels of mercy, if I don't have uh, humbleness of mind, if I don't have meekness, and I'm not long-suffering, I can't let the peace of God rule my heart. I have to let it. And you see it. We have to make an active decision, Sister Desiree. We have to make an active decision, Sister Michelle. 
to let the peace of God rule in our heart to which we are called in one body and we do those things, do what? Be thankful. We have to be thankful that we let the peace of God rule in our hearts. Be thankful that you even understood the process of how to let the peace of God rule in our hearts. Be thankful that the Lord brought us to be a part in his one body. And so we do those things, be ye thankful. I can't be thankful thinking about everything that's wrong in my life. I can't be thankful thinking about all the missteps I made in my life. I made them, think about them, learn from them, don't do them again. I'll close with this. It's one of the things that, that most people, uh, ah, I got to read verse 16, 17. But it's one of the things that, <laughs> slid that in. But it's one of the things that, that, that mess with most people. And uh, I keep, I see you out the corner of my eye, Brother Isaiah, so I'm not thinking of you, but I did see you. Is we grow up amongst a group of people. Um, the church, not the one we formerly was in, but the one my parents dragged me to. How about that one? Um, Sister Missy was there. She walked out. Sister Missy was there. There, because I had no desire to be saved, wasn't really high up on the list. I thought I was going to get that when I got older. I won't say what old is because some people might find it offensive. But I thought I'd be saved when I was older. So I figured I didn't need any of this information right now, so I didn't glean anything from the place I was. The next place we went to, I was inspired by young people that had a knowledge of the word of God. So it caused me to pay attention, right? It caused me to learn. So I learned a couple things. You actually live in a time of regret. Like, man, I had all this time. I can't do nothing about the time I lost, bro, Phil. I could beat myself up. See, you lost this year, that year, and this many years. But I lost it. So when I finished beating myself up, I ain't going to get it back. So the only thing you can do now is apply yourself now. You can't talk about what you should have done. It's in the past. You can't go back in the future. Learn the mistake and run. Run with all that's in you. Because you're just running for make, make up lost time. Perhaps the Lord had granted to you. He held the sun in place for Joshua. He caused the dial to go back for Hezekiah. He might grant it to you. But I have to at least apply myself to see if he will or he won't. But if I sit there the whole time talking about what I should have did when I was 21, what I should have did when I was 23, what, I, what? All that's just time wasted thinking of what I should have done instead of applying my heart to wisdom. Now I understand it. Now do it. Don't talk about what we could have done, what we should have done. When I say don't talk about I me, mean, don't spend a lot of time wasting on how it could have been different. The Lord saved you the day he saved you. He touched your mind the day he touched your mind. The day you understood what you understood, that's the day he touched it. Now you are qualified. Now you are held responsible to run with all that's in your heart. Now you're responsible. Uh, but verse 16, let the word of God, of Christ, dwell in you richly in all. We have to allow it to do what it's supposed to do, Brother Turner. It's a choice. We have to let it. We all sitting here today. We all have to make an individual conscience concerted effort 
to let the word of Christ dwell in us. The things that we hear, that we take away, we have to chew it. Because we have to want to be a clean animal. So we have to chew it. Chew it. Swallow it. Regurgitate it. Chew it. Chew it. That's what a clean animal does. The word of God is rightly divided. The ministry is giving it to you clean provender. So it's a split hoof. Now we have to continue to chew the cud. We have to just keep chewing it. So let the word of Christ uh, dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another. So I have to teach. Not from the pulpit teach, but we all should be teaching, discussing, chewing the word of God. What does it mean teaching? I should be able to take someone and help them understand the plan of salvation. Let them understand why you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I should teach with my life being an example, Brother Ron, of what to do or not to do. How to exemplify Christ or how not to exemplify Christ. So we have, we have that obligation to one another. And then not just that, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to who? To the Lord. It's to the Lord. It's not to my brother. It's not to my sister. You can have the greatest voice in the world. If it's not to the Lord, it's just your flesh going to get the glory. That's who, that's who, so it's to you. Uh, I was messing with Brother Rick. He kind of, I think he understood. But he was saying, I was just bragging on you, Brother LJ. I say lies. It's all lies. <laughs> Why? Because we like to hear good things about ourselves. It'll, it'll, everybody like a pat on the back. Come on, let's be honest here. It's just family. We all like a good job, good boy, way to go. boy. We all love that. The problem is we get used to it. And so when somebody tells me the truth, what? What do you mean? Do you not know that I'm a good guy? You didn't hear all my glory? <laughs> I'm using that, but we get addicted to that. We get enough of it. And so every once in a while, it's okay. I'm like, no, I don't need no more glory. I know that in me dwelling no good thing. <laughs> you know, it, I, I can't. I, I can't. This is his brother. <laughs> Bro, Mike gonna know who us. <laughs> he said, need to stop pouring all that butter and all that honey on that man. <laughs> all that syrup. <laughs> Every time you call his name, you gotta start speaking in tongues. It's like you're saying Jesus, you say this man's name. He said, you ought to stop that. <laughs> That's what he said. And so, but people, he, he actually started expecting that. If you don't call, you can't just call my name. You gotta halfway speak in tongues when you call my name. If not, you're not giving me enough honor. You're not giving me enough reverence. That was his mentality. It didn't start that way. It didn't. Somebody called his name. Somebody else called his name. Somebody else called his name. Someone else said, I got y'all. And that was it. <laughs> y'all understand what I'm saying? That's why I did that, Brother Rick. I think you understood why I did it. Um, verse 17. And whatsoever ye do, in word or in action, that's what deed is. So whatever you say or whatever action we actually do it in, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus doing what? And so when we come to this house of worship, 
is to God be the glory. When we sing in songs, it's to God be the glory. When we're testifying, it's to God be the glory. When we're rejoicing or dancing before him, it's to God be the glory. The nation of Israel, and I say this as I stop, it's nothing that the nation of Israel did in the Old Testament that God gave them a commandment as far as uh, rejoicing before him, worshiping before him, even the sacrifices. I talked about the Thanksgiving, but there's several different sacrifices. It's nothing different. And understand what I'm saying. The way of worship for the Gentiles, for the heathens, was to offer sacrifices, was to rejoice before their God, was to dance before their God, was to sing before their God. That was given to just the Gentiles. They knew that there was something greater than what they were on earth. And so they learned how to worship their gods in different ways. Jehovah felt the same way. Worship me. Know the God that you're worshiping. Rejoice before me. You don't rejoice so your brother see you rejoicing. You're rejoicing before me. Before means in front of. So I'm looking at you. Be thankful to him. He's before you. Do you can, can, I don't know if I can articulate what I'm, what I'm trying to express. Everything you're doing is before the Lord. You're in front of the Lord. It's not about who's on your left or who's on your right. When you get up to testify, you're testifying before him. Everyone else is, they, they, y'all just listening to the conversation of the goodness of the Lord. I'm testifying of him, but there's times I just get up to tell the Lord, thank you. When I say I got up to say thank you, Lord, y'all eavesdropping on a conversation. I'm telling the Lord, thank you. Now, I might come back and talk to you all to tell you why I'm thankful, but my thankfulness isn't for you to hear. My thankfulness is to actually tell the Lord I'm thankful. So when I get up to testify or to minister or to do anything, when I say I'm glad to be here, it's really not for y'all. I'm giving a salutation to the Lord. I'm telling the Lord I'm thankful to be here. And I'm not just saying it. I'm thankful, Lord, for you allowing me to be here. Now, I can't sit here and have a conversation with the Lord and not talk to you all. That's just rude. So now, after I tell the Lord, thank you, whatever the Lord may have laid upon my heart, I speak to the people. It's the same thing when you're testifying. You're letting the Lord know that you're thankful, and then you might go into one of the reasons that you're thankful. Whatever your testimony is, it isn't the sum of what the Lord has done for you. You're just giving a glimpse and a piece of why you're thankful. Or why you appreciate them. Does that make sense? All right. Any questions? I'll, I'll stop there. Any questions? Clear. I hope I was able to articulate uh, my thoughts of why we should be thankful. I know we tell people to be thankful. You ought to be thankful. Uh, just be thankful. Have gratitude. But there's a reason to be thankful. And it's not something is is really serious. It's really... Um, I'm not minimizing it. Listen to what I'm saying. Feel my heartbeat. Be thankful that you have breath in your lungs. Be thankful if you can see that you can see. Be thankful if you can walk, you can walk. Be thankful. Like, I'm telling you, be thankful. But that shouldn't be the only reason that you're thankful. It should be a depth to why you're thankful. Because I'm just thankful because I can see. If I can't see, will I stop being thankful? If I can only be thankful because I'm able to walk, if that's taken away from me, will I still be thankful? 
Or will I be able to be thankful in no matter what state I'm in? I learned to be content. It could be different, but it's not different, so thank you, Lord. Does that make sense? I guess that's the kind of what I'm trying to say. Don't let natural things be the reason why you're thankful. We have a hope that's so much better than this natural life. So much better. And that we can actually see it. It'll cause you to be glad when they say it unto you. Let us go into the house of the Lord. So I'll stop there. God bless. Any, I'm good, no questions? All right, well, um, didn't we do? Oh, offering. A prayer request, too. Prayer request. I know I mentioned them earlier. Yes, sir. But I failed to do it on, on Friday. I thought Brother Brown had mentioned that we would actually start putting our offering in the box. He did. And I failed to do that on Friday. We actually received an offering. He did. Um, well, Brother Turner, we gonna implement that when Brother Brown here, so he responsible for the offering. My <laughs> 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 might say that's why he forgot. <laughs> Listen, can I give a story? I, 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 this, this is not nothing to do with. Uh, it went to this, it went to this city, and it had all these temples. They said, "Well, you worshiping a false god." They came under the banner, or you, you know, it was Catholics. Um, they tore the temples down. There's four temples. They took the same stone that they used to tear the temples down to build the Catholic church. Same stones. The reason I'm mentioning that, we got a chance, we walked in the church. Guess what they got at every opening? An offering box. Well, I might mention it, so it brought, it brought it back to me. But that's, they don't really receive offerings. They have donations. That it's, it's four different ways to get into the main hall. At each hall, there's a box. You probably familiar with that. They probably do that locally, you know? Oh, okay. Ain't, ain't. Wasn't built in 1592. Uh, so it's paid for, but they still <laughs> receive it offers. But uh, it really was built in 1592. But we would like to grow to the point, talking about being thankful, even have an opportunity to give. Um, there's several churches um, amongst this fellowship that don't even receive offerings. They just have an offering box in the back. Uh, somewhere for them to drop the offering in. And so we will start implementing that. Get your minds right. Start preparing. We'll, we'll, we'll um, see if you really want to give. If not, it's real easy to forget. And when you remember, will you turn around? Or you say, I forgot, I'm going to catch them next week. Ask him. If you remember... Is that the spirit of the Lord saying you forgot your offering? Will you walk back inside or you say, I'm going to give it next week? Talking about growing up. Um, if it's something that's in your heart, no one has to tell you to do it. You don't, you don't have to be a constantly reminded. Still working on that with my, my son. I don't understand. The boy wakes up on Saturday all the time. <laughs> 
It's time for school. He can't wake up. <laughs> Gotta be reminded it's time to get up. Remember to wait, watch them cartoons. Remember to get ready for school. It's what's important to you. What we set before us, what we put as a priority. So uh, let's please remember. Uh, I know I mentioned prayer requests, but can you put them up? I know I mentioned a lot of the names. It's okay to pray twice. We'll be okay. We won't be out of order. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, he, he prayed three times. Paul, Paul, he sought the Lord thrice. <laughs> so we'll be all right. But honestly, I mentioned all these. Let's remember Sister Tiffany um, as she's recovering. Brother Mike Nelson, I mentioned earlier, Brother Brown, Sister Grace. Remember Sister Missy, she's still recovering. She just don't have a boot on. But let's keep her in prayer. She thinks she's there. She's not there. Still, she still got a little slow step. Got a hitch in her giddy up. So until she's 100% healed <laughs> and she's restored to where she was, if not better, let's keep Sister Missy in prayer. The work in San Marcos. Let's remember um, the saints that are traveling, uh, which is Brother Sean, Sister um, Tammy, as, she's tra as they're traveling, job situations for the saints. Most saints have a job, and if they don't, they're seeking one. But even the ones that have a job, they're looking for better employment. Let's thank God for the employment, Brother, Brother Sean. Um, it's something more specific, so now you can budget. So thank God for that, Brother Sean. was looking for that, and the Lord heard his prayer. Uh, let's remember our aging parents and their caregivers. Those, this is important, that we're testifying to. Don't stop testifying. It should be someone that we always are able to say something about the goodness of the Lord to in our life. Somewhere, somehow, we should have enough salt that we can testify to somebody. They might not come through the door, but we should be able to tell them of the goodness of the Lord. Uh, those who are wounded, confused, and are scattered, let's remember, um, if you don't mind, special unspoken, Sister Times, when she won't tell y'all what it is, so don't even ask her, and it's her personal choice. Just remember, she needs prayer. Don't ask her. Just, she just wants people to pray. That's what you want people to pray. Just want people to pray. Don't ask me why. Just take your prayer. But just pray. Let's respect the wish. The wish is the desire. Let's respect her desire. She just wants prayer. She needs prayer. We need prayer. But she needs prayer. Keep Sister Tanzula in prayer. Brother Hodge. Yes, sir. I'll be traveling out of <clears throat> traveling out of town with my with my wife. On, uh, is that Tuesday, baby? <laughs> we'll be gone from Tuesday to Saturday. <laughs> Let's remember Brother Hodge and Sister Hodge as they travel. Also, Brother Fellows said it. Thank God he said it because I might have forgot to say it. Let's remember this upcoming fast. Some people forget the fast come. Every, every second of every the January 2nd of the last 15 years. But people, oh, the fast? Yes, we're fasting January 2nd. Don't know how long yet. Praying, seeking. Y'all praying 21 days. No, we're going to hear from the Lord and <laughs> see, see how long. But January 2nd, we're starting to fast. We do the fast every year. It's, it's nothing new. The same way we've been fasting. Don't invent nothing. Yeah, but I eat once in the morning with the sun, and then once when the sun goes down, that's a new day. No. <laughs> let's, 
Now y'all, now y'all won't be lunar saints. <laughs> Let's fast the same way we've been fasting. We we know the qualifications and the specifications. Um, but so yeah, January second. Let's get our minds together. Get ready. Uh, we want to enter into the year sanctifying ourselves for the Lord. Um, we need the Lord' grace. We need His favor. We need His help. And what better way to do it than to start the year off that way, acknowledging Him? All the folly. All the foolishness is over. Get our minds right. Um, that's it. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. If you all don't mind, uh, you stay in your seats. But let's go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We appreciate you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. I am so thankful, I'm so thankful, striving for eternal life. Where the manna is coming down, you can hear the trumpet sound. Truth of the gospel abounds. It's a rare privilege just to be here in the body of Christ. I am so thankful, I'm so thankful to be
On this Friday coming, we will have a family fun event. Um, we'll be hosting uh, Kahoot, and we would ask that everyone would stay after, immediately after the meeting. We can, we can enjoy some family time together and fellowship. Uh, we also will come out with a calendar going forward that we can uh, have you better prepared for events that are actually be coming up for uh, 2024. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Need that. That's it. Brother Sean will say, love you all, love you, drive safe, you are dismissed. I got to get that deep voice. <laughs>